Welcome to the Minivan Men Podcast. I am Al Madrigal. We have a great guest uh, today. We have Dave Anthony from the Walking the Room Podcast. We also have Maz here. No Chris Spencer. We are talking about uh, vacationing. I took everybody to Hawaii and just vacationing around my kids and making sure they're having a good time more than I'm having a good time. It was my birthday and it was still all about those little bastards. And then we're also talking about measuring success. I just want my kids not to do meth. Minivan Men, starting now. Hey, welcome to the Minivan uh, Men podcast. I'm Al Madrigal here with Moss Gibrani and our guest, Dave Anthony, uh, from Walking the Room with Greg Barrent. And uh, he's also a writer on The Talking Dead, the uh, show that uh, Chris Hardwick does on AMC, if anyone's watching that, uh, which I read the comic book. And so I was very excited to hear, more excited than you were probably that they're working on it. Yeah, I, I, I you was were more excited that I was working on it than I was excited. I was really excited. I watched that TV show, The Walking Dead, on AMC. What's the show about? It's a zombies. And oh. It's the one where and Hardwick's uh, a star. Hard, of it? No, no, Hardwick does a show afterwards called that's Talking the Dead. The Talking Dead, where they talk about it. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So then. All right. Uh, Dave went down to Atlanta to watch the filming of the whole thing. Yeah. They're in a prison this year. Yeah. Which is very exciting. So they make, at the end of the last season, there's these zombies that attack You got me confused. Farm. Are you writing on Chris Hardwick or are you writing yeah, on- I'm writing on the post show. The I'm not writing dead. on the not actual the Walking, walking dead. dead. If I okay. was, I wouldn't be here. I'd be living on a cloud right now. Okay. And you guys would be way beneath. <laughs> oh, yeah. No he offense. was watching on the actual show, but he's just writing the Chris Hardwick. I'm writing on the tiny, tiny yeah. show. The little show that goes afterwards. How many writers are on that little show? One. That's it. Yeah, you, you are Chris. the writer. I'm the writer. Well, it really is the easiest show. It's to so right. Let's talk about what we yeah. just saw. Yeah, that's basically it. And I write a couple things here and there, but it's yeah. really like nothing and segment stuff. Yeah, but, it's yeah. nothing. That would be an interesting. They should have that for every show. There you should, know, like, there should be the, like every show should have a, like a web thing. Oh, show. I, yeah, the fans can go on and talk. Yeah, but they're going to start doing show. it. Sorry, my, I, I got a. I I just got a text right as we started talking, and my wife said, "Did you take?" a check and i said yeah i dropped off the rent check and she said you took it from the wrong account huh? so i'm right in the middle of some family uh, we talked about like the... it's so perfect like i was just running out of the house i'm like i'll grab this and go pay the rent i dropped it off the landlord before i came here and i took it from the wrong account so i got it we've talked about that <laughs> quite a bit that's been like a big uh, subject that we've talked about is uh, finances and how to deal with all that stuff in separate accounts well number one don't take the wrong check don't take the wrong, the wrong check, check. Right. yeah that was when we did talk about it that was number one, that was number like, one. what are you doing taking the wrong check you <laughs> The wrong checking the wrong checking account. Yeah, you're gonna be five more texts before we're done in this half hour podcast. Yeah, um, she's mad right now. <laughs> and you're gone. And then you have a how old is your child? My child is three. And he's working, but it's not even paid. It's no, like it's he's this isn't work. This work. Is, yeah. It's like an open and you mic. Had to explain who these guys were. You know, Al. He's got to right? do it. Al, the guy. Remember, I was doing an open mic with yeah. Alan Musk. Well, we did old Cobb's Comedy Club together. Yeah. When I first started, what probably Dave was great because he was one of the first, like, really bitter guys I met. <laughs> where I walked down Super, to the Super, I started bitter. Yeah, I started bitter. Yeah, And nice. then I walked in, I was, like, so happy. Like, hey, this is great, huh? Look at these guys. Joseph yeah. Rocha, he's amazing. Yeah. And then you're like, nah, he's yeah, just they're not that another different. fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> just another one of the fat guys. He was like, funny. Uh, yeah. so, so you've got, you've got a three-year-old boy? I got a three-year-old boy. Yeah, he just turned three. I know uh, you man. told me on the phone, no plans to have another kid. You're done. No, we're done. We're, oh, no. Well, I don't know how, why you would do more. It's a lot. I'm, One and out, huh? I, I want to take naps all the time. 
I, that's why. Yeah. Look at the little Donner. Well, she's running. beautiful. Like, she's <laughs> gorgeous. But you don't know you're going to get one like that. Yeah, you're going to get that weird. Like, we kind of feel like we hit the jackpot with the boy. Like, yeah. he's really be well behaved better. and he's smart and he's fun. Yeah, you got a good one. You just quit. But I've seen, I've seen ones that don't work out that well. Like, they're sure. just a handful. And oh, that's so. Can they hear that or can they not? I don't think yeah. they can hear that, but my daddy. baby's here saying daddy. And then she got scooped up and taken she away. She got scooped yeah. up by uh, many nannies. She has four nannies. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. only yeah. taking one limb. It's the staff. <laughs> yeah. the staff. <laughs> I have the arm and I take the leg. No, you know what's I... funny? You just said about her saying daddy. It's funny because it's beautiful. I was just, I was thinking about that one day. I forget where I was. I think we were on. Um, and we'll, this is kind of a, we'll transition into the the holiday stuff. But I think we were in New York or somewhere. And I was coming home. and I was like, "There's nothing better than hearing the word daddy coming yeah. out of your kids." Oh, mouth. I think I might have almost cried when Lorenzo said it for the first time. We were still up in San Francisco when yeah. I came in from the backyard, and he practically jumped out of my wife's arms. Yeah. I was like, "Dada!" Yeah, it's, it's the best. Right? Are, it's also the combo of the running, the run, and the words. Like them just saying it's one thing, but they're, when they're like running across a room and saying, it, "Oh yeah, like, yeah." Right, but now, what's, what's funny though is now I've, I've always this has kind of been an ongoing uh, story on the show of me trying to put my kids to sleep, and the oh. and now and now I, I a lot of times I try and put the young uh, the baby to sleep. Oh okay, now I try to put the baby to sleep, and um, there's a few times where um, I, I get in the room and I put her in her crib, and she will kind of go down for a second, and then I'll lay down and pretend to sleep, and then she'll stand up. And then she'll be like, Daddy. She'll be like, Daddy. And I'm like, yeah, there she is. Daddy. <laughs> Hi, me. Hi, Mila. Mila. Daddy. Daddy. Never say it when you want them to. Nothing. Oh, that's no, why. Nothing. That was my thing with our kids. We're like the WB Frog, you know, when yeah. they come out of the lunchbox. They're like, this kid, watch Watch when she does this. And then and nothing. Like, just nothing. Blank nothing. stare. Nothing. I, I swear, she's really smart. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. I mean, not right now, but usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's very, very smart. Yeah. Anyway, so um, for the Fourth of July holiday, what'd you do? What'd... Fourth of July, we stayed home. We, we took we went out a week before. We went to New York with the family, which was which was great, and um, and uh, that was our kind of vacation. And um, you museumed it up, and you went a little bit of museumed up, just kind of going around but the they, city. But you have a three year old and a baby. Like, how much are they actually appreciating? This was a trip for you guys. It was four year old and a baby. Actually, you know what? It was interesting. It was the first time in New York where my wife wasn't drinking. Uh, she had like uh, some Why? sort of. She had some like uh, physical. She had to do so. Yeah, like, you know, say, it's going to take really a physical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the age we're at. His wife's a major yeah, yeah, boozer. Of course, yeah, that's the age. Really? No, no. <laughs> My wife didn't say yeah. There'd be after be antibiotics involved. There's got to be something. Like, you're dying. So don't drink. Notice. We know, I don't booze anymore. Well, I do, but. We can't do it at the same time because someone's got to wake up with the kids. Oh, that's the worst, right? And that's not fun. We've oh, been, my God. I mean, we'll both have a glass of wine at night, but we don't go. Nobody goes so big. Well, we were on. We went on vacation. We got this thing that they asked you. Uh, we were in Hawaii in the hotel we were staying at. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, it's Waiakola. Uh, I'm saying it all wrong. But Hilton on the big island. And we go in there and they said, do you want the Aloha Passport? Yeah, yeah. You, you want it, I mean, it uh, because good. it gets you get free break, you get breakfast every day. Yeah, for two the buffet, which by the end like you're just doing. Yeah, it's at the same hotel, the Hilton, the big Hilton with the tram and everything. Like they oh no 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 tram no we just had a slide no, 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 no. and then they had they, a tram at your they hotel? had yeah they had a little tram that took you from they had different sections of the hotel it was, was such it that a big big property wow. yeah. 
that they took you from section to section. It wasn't just because people are lazy. It, there was a lot of lazy people. I saw <laughs> uh, the fattest woman I've ever seen getting yeah. lubed up on the side. And, oh, yeah, oh, that's not right. And I'm trying to eat something. I'm like, that is the most unappetizing woman I've ever seen. Oh. And then I've taught my kids to observe. We'll get into this later because it's yeah. a whole problem. Yeah, yeah. Like where they see me look and nudge my wife, and then my son is 10. So he nudges He's too. a boy, yeah. and he goes... That's nasty. No, <laughs> just no. almost Hilarious. loud enough so she can hear too. Hilarious. Like he has no. And then, and then, and then you got to pretend like he's talking about something Wait, else. You're like, yeah, see. the gum on the ground is yeah, nasty, nasty, isn't it, there, is. son? So you're gonna see now. You have the three year old. Yeah. Seven years on that. I remember when my son was three and a half. We walked down the street, and I've told this story before. But a homeless guy walked by, and he goes, looks at me, and goes, "Who's your buddy?" Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> so he just like he's he's ready to go. He yeah. wants. He sees funny haircuts, anything like that. And he's like nudging me. Yeah. He's my best friend. Yeah. So we go around and just we're making fun of people all over the place. And we're having a great time on this vacation. But I was talking about, I did this for the kids. Like they have water slides at this hotel. This wasn't like everything we do is sort of designed around this entire vacation. It was my birthday on July 4th. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, How so patriotic. You'd think that we'd yeah. do something for <laughs> me. And, and no, America. it was really for... I can't believe you... All for the kids. Just I, America I, right there. Just Let's make it about you. Yes. Wow. Like a big I'm with wow, Chris yeah, Rock right? on the holiday. Really? Did yeah. you see that? The, uh, no. Happy White People's Day, Chris Rock? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, he tweeted that? <laughs> yeah. He's in, a, he's in a big mess. It just came out this morning. Because he tweeted, I guess people are. I mean, all the wrong people are outraged. Yeah, of course. Like a if super those people are mad at you, you've you've done it right. Exactly. Yeah, so there, people are upset and asking. Is it happy white people's day? Yeah. Give me a break. He said black people were slaves when the right. Declaration of Independence was signed. Yeah. So yeah. so he's right. There you go. Listen, yeah. man, goes, your vacations sure. are not your. Be, cities that used to be romantic cities and party cities. When you go with your kids. It, it the hours are totally different. The airport is so brutal because I travel by myself. I got it down. I'm like George Clooney and up in the air, like a Japanese businessman. You see that yeah. whole scene where he's like, I will get behind those guys and I know exactly what to do and I just weave my way. I got enough miles that I go in the United Club. Yeah, I relax, I yeah. have a drink, I've got a whole routine. I know the bartender at the United Club. Yeah, uh, speaking of drinking and uh, go in there and then I have it all set up. I just now if I need to, if I'm late. I can OJ through that song and like heard with the well, kids. Well, not OJ through because that's now has a different meaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You mean kill, kill white women? <laughs> I kill, kill white blonde women white women. As you yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Security. So that's you funny. Just make the plane. You, you think you think Webster's had to redefine OJ? I OJ my way to the airport and I get through. I make the gate with these guys. Like this is slow as molasses. I'm gonna. My wife sits yeah. at the gate. And then we'll wait. We'll sit at the gate for a half hour. And two minutes before we're about to board, she goes, you know, I think I'm going to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I want to choke people out. And my dad, I inherited this anxiety in the airport when I'm with them. That makes me crazy. I, uh, I'm freaking out. At the like, airport, I, you got anxiety really, everywhere. What are you yeah. talking about? Every, you got anxiety on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do. Uh, so I, I freak out in the airport. And I want to, I wanna, you know, I'm boarding group two. Mm-hmm. I want to be when boarding group one goes. Sure. I want to. You want to be two in front. You want me in front of two. two. Yeah. I just want to be on. Two I don't want to wait till the end. I'm not going to walk on with boarding group you're seven. Not, you're, not a, you're not a back two. 
I'm not a back hey, two. You're a front, yeah. front two. two man. Front two. Yeah. Front two. <laughs> you're point guard, man. I anticipate the end of one, and I go in. <laughs> right, just right when they're about to yeah. call uh, the the two, I'm handing it to her. That's sure. what stick with me, saying. kids. Stick with me, it's kids. Saying, yeah. All right, everybody. Here we go. Lorenzo, where are you going, Lorenzo? Yeah, Wait. Go. When when you get to stop boarding early with kids? That oh, what age? That's a good. Point. I melted out to the end. Like I'm still doing it. And yeah, my I daughter's too. six. Yeah. I said, get them. I pick them up. I said, hide your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a blanket face. over Put him. Put a blanket over her and hide her face. That's We're not going to be doing when they're 15. Yeah. Just get up. Eh. So we get on. I just want to sit down overhead. I want to get out of everybody's way. Because we we're we, had, we were traveling with eight people. There were eight of us. Oh, man. Two kids well, that's a each herd. family. Yeah. No, it's a big pain it. in the ass. The whole thing. Yeah. So, but everything we did was for the children. And I don't think they were appreciating it. Like of that's not. another Kids? thing. They appreciate they they were having no. a time of their lives. But I was reminding, I go, you see this? You see everything? It's never they're not gonna appreciate it until they're forty. Yeah, they're not like they're, they're not never like gonna monks that. that have meditated and come to terms we with their a, spirituality. Well, when did you, kids. When did you, when did you think kids. they were gonna appreciate? They're never they gonna appreciate see, that. There was snorkeling. There was the sea turtles. No, you know when they appreciate it when you're like dying and your your that, body is falling apart after they've like yelled at you and not yeah. talked to you for ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm building up on my cred. Your last breath, he looks at you and he goes, "Dad, I appreciate everything you did." And then you die. Yeah, that's because you. You know, sea turtles are like, this is to be expected. Sea turtles come with being a kid, right? This is a flights to yeah. Hawaii. This is to be expected. We were on an ATV tour, and I took them on an ATV thing up on this Waiapeo Valley where the king, we took a, a ATV tour to a waterfall. The only way you can get up there to a place where the king Kamehameha used to, his private bathing waterfall. Sure. Went and swam through that. And I looked at my son, I'm like, he's turned around the other way, just eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at any of it. And I was free. I was like, do you see this? I See this waterfall? Look, I, this is a much m- more minor thing, but I just took Finn to a soccer game on the 4th of July. MLS? MLS. Okay. Yeah, Galaxy and uh, another team, <laughs> whoever they were. And we're watching, and he's just not watching. He's oh, yeah. three, and he's like not watching. And I'm like, all right, so he's not. I just want him to like appreciate it. I keep trying to go, hey, look at the soccer. And he's just like, no, I, I got, like, he's running around with a cup. And he's like, I'm putting paper in the cup. Yeah. Like, he's just in a different place. Yeah. And the second half, he sits down, and, and it's like it clicked. And he went, what is this? <laughs> and then he just watched the game. Like, like he'd never seen anything like it. And when it ended, he started crying, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, that's great." So, so I finally got him to appreciate that these guys. Maybe were... his sugar high just died. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It was crashing. It's possible. Like, but they, uh... They're going to do that for years. Where they, you yeah. want to, be, to be looking at something and they're staring off somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Forget it. Well, um, let's um, let's take a break. We're going to transition into. So this is perfect because in all the stuff we do for the kids and stuff like that, and what. I mean, may, I have totally, I mean, I have complete un, unrealistic expectations of what. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, guys. I'm at, at Al Madrigal and uh, Dave Anthony. You can find at Dave Anthony. Yep. Right? And that's how, just how it, it sounds. Dave and then Anthony right together. And you're at Maz Jabrani. Yeah. Easy. And then, and then Chris, Chris is at The Chris Spencer. The Spencer. Chris Spencer. That's where it gets tricky because yeah. other hosts, when you have a name like Chris mm-hmm. Spencer, 
It gets Some hard. real estate agent in Florida goes Total and jumps jerk. on that, and uh, you can't get it back from. And there's shows. Not. When you guys got shows? I've got a show at the Ice House on the 13th, and then I'm going to be in New York all summer. I've got a, a couple other things I'll plug later that I don't know the exact details. And of. you're going to start tweeting so people will know. I'm going to start shows. tweeting more often. Yeah. That's Dave, why. when you got shows coming up? I got nothing until uh, August, mid-August. I'll be in Austin. And like I think the sixth year in Austin, go check him out. Are you is that Cap City? Is that where? No, I'm, I'm we're we're doing a theater kind oh, of thing. Oh, great. Yeah, okay, club. that'd be fun. Well, and I'm going. I'm going to Malaysia oh, next for all week. Our Malaysian listeners, yeah. we actually yeah. did have that lady right Dude, in. Dude, I'm it's telling crazy. you, Philippines. There was a lady oh, out of yeah. Philippines, so I'll be in Malaysia. Which club are you doing? Uh, the club <laughs> Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> club Halekalewakala. Um, it's uh, it's the Malaysia Improv. And uh, no, so I'm there. I'm actually in Malaysia from, uh, uh, I think I'm doing a show on 15th. Uh, and then I'll be at the Montreal Comedy Festival, end of the month. I got invited, but they wouldn't pay for my flight, so I turned it down. Well, I got invited, but yeah. I just felt like, um, and I, this is the second year in a row that I have just, it's been working so much, this is the time that I can hang out with the kids. Mm-hmm. So just sort of bailed because yeah. of my Good. children again. Yeah. They're, they're ruining not, your career. They're totally ruining my career. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're back. <laughs> oh, it's me. I'm the one who's supposed to start talking. Uh, that's good. Uh, we're back. Well, we're talking about Mosfeld, this great article about um, what to expectations, that's way about success. How do you, what do you consider, I don't know, success to be, not just with yourself, but what are, you, are your expectations for your child? Do you want him to go to a good school? Do you want him to, I just don't want him to hurt people. I just don't want him to be a criminal. Yeah, I just don't want him. If he could just use meth on the weekends, (laughs) then that would be a success for me. Like I'm wondering, like it's 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 different for everybody. But when you get down to it, like I I just want my again, I want my kid to be really good at something he enjoys. Like I don't really care what that is. I mean, but again, I don't want him to get a bunch of tattoos and piercings. Like I sort of want to. I wouldn't that that wouldn't bother me. Tattoos would bother me. I'm not a tattoo guy. We don't I have don't. it. No one's ever done it in our whole entire family. On both oh, but sides. now, but everyone's got it. And I mean, yeah. now it's like yeah, if you I don't mean, have it, you're weird. I'm, I'm like, you know, sometimes I'm I'm, I'm in the gym and everybody's, yeah. and I'm like, wow, this is like maybe I should get a tattoo. But we're, I, don't want I know. One. Now I don't you're weird one. if you don't have. Oh, look, you got one on your neck. That's <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll help but with we're your so job much search. Better than them. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. Here's here's the thing. So this this article came. This Huffington Post posted this article about. It said, you know, how do you consider, what do you consider success for your, for your kids, success, successful parenting? And it says, avoiding the happiness and self-esteem traps. And I'll just give you what those are real quickly. The happiness and self-esteem traps is, it says, um, Lori Gottlieb warned against the happiness trap, the notion that our goal in parenting is to make children happy. That can lead to trying to rescue children. Jonah Lehrer noted that. What does that part mean? The rescue children. Meaning, meaning like, 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 you don't let them be like, oh, hey, like, you know, Are you like, glum, they, like they never, like they never have to work through anything. They never, they never, like, if they can't reach, a, if they can reach a door, but they're having a trouble reaching it, you go over and help them. Ah. No matter what they're trying to do on any level, so you run in and help. Keep them happy. We keep always them make happy. fun of the helicopter parent, the one that just that's won't let their kid is. make any mistake. But now, like, if we do see our son bummed out in his room, yeah, we won't let him be bummed out in his room. We'll go over there. There's probably a middle ground. Like There's you got like, hey, ground. what's up, buddy? You, you know, can... but but it's not like like this. I think this is talking about like yeah. But it says here it says that we think that you know 
children happiest when they're when they're having a flow experience, which is when they're fully absorbed in something we care about. Happiness is clearly a byproduct, not the goal. So it's saying like, don't make like you don't have to be happy all the time. You understand what I'm saying? I don't. You know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to be. That's not how life works. It it creates a false impression of what the world up really and down. Is. You lose a game. And he's he's bummed out. Yeah, it's we have right, some, buddy. My son plays you know, soccer, and we have some kids on their team that freak out. Yeah, because they've never because they've never experienced it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the my other son, one, my son's actually pretty cool. He's like, eh, yeah, because you raise him where he's like, yeah, sometimes it doesn't he's work. Been sometimes on, it he does. was on this basketball team that just sucks so bad, and he just walked. He was laughable. He was cracking yeah. up. Like the, so, this, this talks bad. about so this yeah. article talks about the the happiness trap as well as the self esteem trap, which is says citing research including studies by Carol Dweck. It is clear that when adults praise children for seemingly inborn characteristics like being smart, it creates the opposite effect. Children become less willing to take on challenges because they don't want to risk losing their labels of smartness. Praising children for their effort and their strategies is much more effective. Like happiness, self-esteem is a byproduct of trying hard, making mistakes, failing, and learning to go forward toward a goal. This is good. My wife has, so my wife has her master's in education as a school oh. teacher. And now she has this small little business uh, where she goes out and she does skill assessments for kids. Now, she's run across a couple kids that have this thing where they stop trying. Uh So they don't go because they don't want to fail. So they stop trying. So they won't even try in school. There's one kid sits under his desk in school. And the teacher can't do anything. He goes to one of those really hippie schools over in Pasadena. And they won't make him try. So now it's getting to the point where... He just is, but what my wife has decided is that this kid is so scared to fail that he's completely given up altogether. Yeah. Parents don't know what to do about it. And then you can't take anything away from him. He's such a dick that yeah. Yeah. Um, you can't take anything away. So you'll say, I'm going to take away your Xbox. And he'll go, Good. I don't like it. How, take it how away. How old is he? He's uh, about 11, 12. When do you think you can start calling a kid a dick? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, you can six, dick at six, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, because uh, we're he, our kids three. So Finn's three. So we're we're kind of talking about this right now because my wife is a psychologist. She's got a PhD in psychology, so she also knows all this stuff. Yeah, and yeah, you just gotta tell him like, because I always say to him, I'm always trying to. He's like, hey, Don't I need help here, and dick. I always say, see if you can do it yourself first. Yeah, give absolutely. it, give it a shot, and then he'll try. And if he can't do it, he can't. But when they when they try at something and they can do it, they're thrilled well yeah. listen it's also in life i mean we know as comedians like there's some comics who are doing material from 20 years ago and i think part of that i'm right you're is looking the f- at me and there's i mean dave and anyway so uh, <laughs> there's some comics. some comics it's here actually while you're here this is intervention this is coming my manager no, but, said this but, up. you know it's i think in life it's like it's like you know the, the ultimate fear of a comic who who gets to a point where they're you know they have this amazing set is to keep writing, that's it. like then, then it they, they lock it down, and yeah. it's it's a fear of failure, and that's why, like I always say, like for for us, places like the comedy store, like late night on a Tuesday or whatever, some of these other clubs where it's like emptier, I prefer because there's yeah. no pressure, and you and it's like permission permission to fail. You guys were talking; they were talking about the comedy store on their podcast. Um, just like I don't see, I think it was the Patton episode. It's like why people go to that place. Yeah, um, I, I don't. I have never. That's why people go to that place is because right. anything goes, and you get so much stage time. I sort of stopped. Well, it's difficult for I'm, you know, since I'm mainly in New York, and I've, I'm not doing a lot of stand up in L.A. But when I was, I'd go there because you get eight sets a week, eight mm-hmm. at the same place. And with the audiences and knowing that once you were sort of made there, you could do what 
whatever you wanted on stage. Right. So he'd go up and do all new, 100%. And if you want to have a, a good set and your like, ego is there, is you open with a established, you know, you open with something great and close with something good, but yeah. everything in the middle was 100% new. I would take more chances there. I would take anywhere. Now I'm in New York. I'm not doing any new material because I'm trying to prove right. myself and establish right. myself with all these people New I don't know. New York's for that kind of stuff. But, 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 you know, but I think ultimately, though, it's this idea in your head of it's okay to fail. And it's like what you right. were just saying. My son's four now, and it's interesting. We, we signed him up for soccer classes when uh, he was three. And all they would do these soccer all stars. Soccer, it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and and um, did he make the all stars though? Because if he doesn't yeah. make you the all stars, you come yeah. in and they give you a shirt and you're apparently <laughs> an all star right away. I mean. No, but what's crazy is he. Um, it was interesting watching him and a few of the other kids. So I I I started kicking with my son when he was younger, but that, but that's all he knew. Mm-hmm. And now these guys were like like let's dribble through the cones. And then and then there was one game in particular. I remember where the where the coach was like, okay. I'm going to be out there. You guys bring the ball. You guys try and kick the ball and hit me. So, you know, they have to aim and hit. And then he would jump over the balls and they'd miss. And my son tried like three or four times. And like after the fourth time, he just like, he quit. And he's like, started crying. He's like, I can't hit him. I'm not winning. And it was this thing of like, it's okay. Get in there. And I kept saying, I was like, trying, no crying, trying, no crying. But he keeps going through that. Like he went through that with swimming. He's gone through that with soccer. I've seen him sometimes when we're playing. Like if I play with him and he's like, and he's in, and, and you know, if I like jokingly I'm keeping score and like let's say I score two and he's like got one and he's like I'm like hey daddy scores again like he sometimes just fall to the ground and be like oh and you just got to be like get up dude you know you can't you know what I'm saying it's like yeah, it's we, not well, okay. You see we play we have a little uh, we, Eagle Rock one of the big pluses of living out there mm-hmm. is that you get a bigger piece of bright. so I put yeah. a basketball court in the backyard. My son wants to play me every single day because I told him when he beats me, I will give him a thousand dollars. And so <laughs> I said, I don't want to give you a thousand dollars. And I said, I'll put the thousand dollars. So I'm like Dikembe Mutombo out there, yeah. swatting everything oh, yeah. and saying, and he never wins. And True. he, like you can see, towards the end of the game, I let him, you know, I'll give him some shots and some range. And then when he's up by four and it's come late in the game. I'll close in on him, and I'll end up winning by two, by yeah. four. It just makes him crazy. Sure. But he is inspired. He's become like this really, really good basketball mm-hmm. player as a result of it. But I am sort of just squashing his spirit. He <laughs> 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 goes, I just swat everything. After a while, I turn on. You play basketball with him, though. He's good. Like He has yeah. incredible skills. So he goes out. Then he's used to playing me. Mm-hmm. And then he'll go out and play with his friends. He's, he's actually good. Yeah. But that's just me not letting him. Like, I won't let him win. I'm I think, not you know what I think? I think, I think, I think the problem we have in this article, what it was talking about, is like there's a generation, like there's a world we live in now where it's like about coddling. Totally. And it's like generational. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was just watching this documentary on Bjorn Borg and John McEnroe, a really cool documentary on HBO. And they talk about Borg took up tennis at seven. He loved it when he was like 14 or something. He was just, you know, winning everything, but he had a horrible temper. Like if something would happen, he'd like throw his racket and all yeah. this other stuff. And then they banned him from tennis, like from that league, wherever he was. And so he had to go away for like a month. And then they said he came back and he just stopped talking. He was to- and, the, and, the, and his really? nickname became Ice. Like and he, and he, in the documentary, he goes, I still felt pissed but I just kept it all in. Wow. So it's interesting. I got to so, go away for a month. <laughs> I was going to go away. But, but here's something else to comment on on this. So, so it was interesting. This whole article talks about, you know, the whole thing of coddling and, and, and 
reinforce like like you know. Well, how much do you guys see that real quick? Like oh amongst LA the other especially? parents, LA is oh. the worst. Yeah, and they the moms that say their kid's name really loud in public places. Madison. Oh, hi, Madison. Look, look, look Madison. Go away. Do you want to give this to mommy? And say, <laughs> <laughs> makes me crazy. Yeah. That's beautiful, Madison. Look at she made a art. Did you make a little drawing? Yeah. No, she just put her finger. No, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's kind of like it reminds it me of Sebastian Maniscalco's bit when he talks about. Uh, as a kid, he's like, he's like, Italians, we don't play basketball. He's like, I play, I signed up. He's like, I played ha- one half. My dad came down from the stands, like, get in the car. You're an embarrassment. To the <laughs> he's like, get in the trunk. Don't yeah, even get the- <laughs> Yeah, there's too many, especially here. It's really bad here. Yeah. My, you know, my son was brushing his teeth early on. We were first teaching him how, and he didn't, and he, we did it once, and he did a good job. And the next day, he didn't do a good job. And I go, okay, you didn't do a good job that time. My wife was like, no, don't. And I was like, no, he didn't do a good job. Yeah. You didn't you didn't but do your a good wife's job. a psychologist so how can you ever well, argue got, with her yeah but it's yeah you can because she because yeah. she leans too much towards working on his feelings and like you know and he he need they need they need, they a need line some tough love and, yeah they need some of that like yeah, you know she needs, she, that's what she needs to work on I like feel the, like we're too tough like I Chris, tough. Kristen tiger mom's it well my wife's Asian tiger moms yeah She's like, you know that the no. whole thing with just, I mean, guitar now, like oh. this, like, yeah, just playing. Yeah. And he's really good. <laughs> I think at that's it. good. You need to and do something. And then some we of just, so, no, we kick his, we sort of, we ride his ass. Mm-hmm. We really do. We're not let him. We don't really get him. And um, the whole comebacks thing, like my, right when I left, my wife, <laughs> she goes, "I will hit you." Was like <laughs> as I was walking out the door. <laughs> as I was walking out the door, Kristen was here. I will hit you. You don't think? I, you don't think I will? Huh? There's no way. No way. Everybody thinks I'm playing around, right? Like <laughs> she will. I yeah. Uh, wait. I don't know. Have you? Uh, so. Let me, let me just I, I, the boundaries thing is is hard and uh, I don't know what you guys when they're three like it's kind of a weird place to start yeah. dropping the hammer on them and stuff what, but what, it seems like he's getting to that point where I gotta be like no like last night I dropped the hammer on him pretty hard because we had like a horrifying night right and my wife was like because I put him in his room and I go when you're ready to to act nice yeah. You can come out. And Three is the worst age for me. Two, I minute, hate two it. minutes later, he came out and he was like, "I want a hug." Like it that's worked. what it is, and it's and it becomes it becomes a thing. Like with like our baby now is a year and a half, and she's starting to like she'll you like hammer swing it. now. Yeah, no, she'll swing it our, at the boy. <laughs> Drop she'll, it. She'll swing at the boy and our, like at our son, like half playing, but half like like yeah. you know, uh, um, just you know, le- like an out lashing out. Yeah, and and so we just put her. We, she's learned now. We're like, you want to go in the cuna, which it means crib in, in Spanish. The cooler, the cuna, the cooler, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you the cooler kid. Yeah, you're the big kahuna. Yeah. No, um, but she's learned now. She's like, no, no, and then you put no her in kuna, there, no and you know, you just let her sit for a minute. Like yeah. the other day, I did, I did something like that. I th- it was a little overboard, but it kind of he needed it because my son has been doing this thing where, and you'll see this now, like when they turn like four and stuff. They'll just do their thing and they won't listen to you yeah. as much. So he wasn't listening. He was we're ignoring getting, you, getting ignoring and oh, like just like I playing would his kick thing. Your ass, yeah. And so we got me. we were in the car. This was just kind of mean. We were in the car. We're driving home. He had to he had to pee and he was being fine. It was great. So we got home, and I and I opened the door, and he, he likes to come out of the trunk, and I was like, Dara, let's go. 
Is it, you know, <laughs> oh, it's come out of the trunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just, yeah, he just breezed past that yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, let's no, no, come no, out no, of the no, trunk. Like climbs to come out. We got an SUV, so it climbs back. It climbs for the guest. So, so we had the cop car. So we had the thing open. He's a clown, and so we had the so we had the back open, and I'm like, Dara, let's go. And he just started like playing with something else. I was like, Dara, come on. I go, you got to pee. And I go, okay, I'm going to do a countdown. Ten, oh, countdown. nine, eight. I start you doing start the countdown. Ten, you start at ten, I do five. I go three. Three. Listen, yeah. Listen. <laughs> no, no, I usually do one, two, three. No, this, this was a longer one because I knew it was going to take him a minute. But he like stood there, stood there, stood there. And finally, I closed the door of the car. And he you was basically, there. he was locked in the car. And yeah. we went inside. He had, I mean, he was crying. He was bawling. I came back. Poor kid peed in his pants. I feel really bad. I feel yeah. really bad. Okay, is he going to get out of the car when you tell him to? He's going to get out. Now he gets out of the car when I tell him to. Yeah. I mean, he pees, as he, he pees as he comes out. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. The part that we he was in the car for four hours. They had to leave out. <laughs> no, but listen, here's, here's the, the other part of this thing of like coddling and like, you know, and so it, it's, it's interesting because it says um, Katie Couric at this at, at part of this article, Katie Couric had told the story of a graduate of the Darden School of Business at Virginia, at the University of Virginia, who took his mother on a job interview. <laughs> Why? I don't understand. He made it How so far. How could you not get the job? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be awesome. funny if they're like, you know, but your mom, Mom's we're going to hire you. We're going to keep your mom. Your mom's great. Yeah. It's, it's just this, I think there's this generation, there's some people that feel like, you know, that, yeah, my wife was at UCLA uh, for a while, and, and, there are parents who call up the professors Asians to complain <laughs> about grades. Like my try my child tried his best. You need to give him an A. Like what that is just bad. That's the kids' battle to fight at that point. That's well, a bad, bad my, form. The, the problem with my wife being a teacher, and you'll see this when, is that she drops all the jargon. And I've talked to other dads and, and guys that have wives who are teachers that go in for that parent teacher conference. Mm-hmm. I want to die when my wife is sitting there across from that teacher. Why? Because she crushes them. Really? She, she's got a way higher level of education yeah. than they do. So she knows way more about the classroom and how what you're supposed to be doing in there and what sort of oh. assessments are you doing. She's like Jesse Jackson's Yeah, own? yeah. She, I mean, <laughs> wow. I just go. You got to hesitate and levitate and regurgitate. I have a talk with her before we go in there. I go, just... <laughs> Try to be nice. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Our, our son has to be with this that woman. Sounds like your wife is t- giving the tiger to a lot of people. Yeah, she does. She gives the, she does, loves to dish it out, and especially to me. I'd love to see her make a teacher cry at a parent teacher when she's like, <laughs> I'm not qualified to teach her kids. No, Just that's what it comes down to. My wife wants them to know that you don't know your stuff, and I Hilarious. do. And I got and I'm, gonna be, I'm hey, on your ass. I'm on you. That's a scene this in your sitcom, year. dude. Yeah. When you go in with her, and Parent she's like wearing down yeah. the. <laughs> We're going. I love that um, that Steve Carell movie with the uh, Marissa Tomei's the, the uh, crazy stupid love. Did you see oh, that? Yeah, I love that movie. Where they're sitting outside and he yeah, he had sex yeah. with Marissa Tomei. Have you seen it yet? It's a good. Movie. Is that the one with where Jonah Hill is the son? No, that's Jonah with Hill's John C. Riley. <laughs> Jonah Hill's John in every C. movie. It was I a think good you're thinking of Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, John C. Riley did a thing where he was dating Jonah Hill's mom. And I think it was Marissa That's Tomei. Cyrus. Cyrus. Was it Marissa Tomei the mom? I have no idea about that movie. Well, you got to look that up. So, um, <laughs> but I like the parent-teacher conferences. The thing, anyway, my wife is just brutal when it comes to letting them know, like, look, yeah, and then, but when a grade does come in, like mm-hmm. when that, my son knew all the answers, she's like, she knows that wasn't on the test. There's an email that gets sent to that teacher. What? What? My son got... Uh, 4.0 
and I think it's partly because he really knows his stuff. But I think there's a little so bit scared. of scared in yeah. there. <laughs> like yeah. Your, wi- your wife is lobbying for it. Yeah. Well, listen. Here's another. Here's another thing they said, and we're going to wrap it up. But the other one says it's um again just coddling and says uh Erica Christakis told of a student at Harvard emailing a professor to say that he hadn't been aware of an assignment that was due imminently and asking the professor what we were going to do <laughs> to resolve this situation. <laughs> but you know what? That kid's going to go, go so far. And also I do think like it's a sense of entitlement, entitlement. that entitlement. these kids have because they just know what they want and they know they need what they need to do to be successful. See, this entitlement thing is like like, like my kid goes to a private school and a lot of the kids, uh, I, I'm sure, you know, they're obviously coming from well, well-off families and I think that they're very, it's a nice, very nurturing environment. But part of me is like, he should be in the middle of a public school with other, where it's got a range of kids where he doesn't feel like all this stuff is handed. I'm trying to teach him, like you can't just have everything handed to you. We just but, took Finn out of a school and this is hilarious. It's a preschool, but this school was so coddling that I felt like he wasn't learning how to stick up for himself on the like playground or wherever else. So we took him out and put him in another one where they're a little more hard. My wife's like, I feel like they're too hard. I'm like, it's exactly what he needs. Yeah, he needs a little bit of backbone. He can start getting it now. He's in uh, uh, Crenshaw High. It's uh, yeah, Crenshaw. <laughs> What's up, kid? He's yeah. the only white kid there. <laughs> and he's a toddler. And he's a toddler. <laughs> Ten yeah. years it's younger than great. all the He's in a he's, gang. Uh, he's in a gang. It's <laughs> yeah. good. It's going to be good for him. It's going to tough him up. Toughening up. <laughs> I just, uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I again, I, I think I'm just a little too hard on everybody. But It's good to be hard. I think it's good to be hard, man. I do, too. You know? I, I mean, I had, my dad was horrible with that kind of stuff. I mean, super hard and super strict. Uh, so I don't want to go that far, but there's definitely a middle ground. Where oh, if you... we came home and complained about a teacher or something that we did, if we like, if we ever like, my dad would say like the teacher is always right. Yeah. Oh yeah, no matter what. Oh yeah, and, but it does teach kids to be subservient. Whereas uh, in like these sort of drones where they take orders, when you you should be able to question authority and you should yeah. be able to say, what do, you know, I'd like to make up this grade. What are we going to do about it? I don't see anything wrong with that. And I would totally say that today. But there's a fine line. Listen, there's a fine line between respect and that. Like I think when, because uh, there's two there's two things we got going on. First of all, coming from an, in a Middle Eastern culture, like you don't talk back to your elders at all. Like, you know, right. like that's, for, you know, that's like, that's a way to get shot in the head. You know, I think that's in well, the Quran. Little, I think the well, Quran says I mean, you can shoot slightly over the top. No, the Quran, no, the Quran allows you to shoot and kids in the head. Hand if, fine. <laughs> no, but 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 I think that one thing is I think the American culture def, definitely. Even when I was a kid, like I saw like it, it a lot of kids talking back to their parents and like nothing happening. That was yeah, weird no. to me. And then you get the entitled kids. When entitled kids, I, when I see an entitled kid talk back to somebody, I just want to smack that kid yep. so hard. Yeah. I just want to be like, dude. You know, you need to be. I need to pick you up right now and just go put you in Zambia and let you live there for a year and learn, teach you to appreciate the, what you have. We were just on vacation. One of those commercials came on that you rarely see anymore. The we were watching a marathon of Call of the Wild Man, uh, which uh, the Turtle Man on Animal Planet. Nobody. No, Live action. <laughs> that guy? Like, uh, <laughs> nope. Again, the noise didn't. Uh, <laughs> That's his catchphrase. I'll do it a couple more times and I'm just going to jar something. You'll see. Uh, no, but again, no. All right. So, <laughs> live action. It's a guy who goes in after squirrels and like they paid him in donuts. 
And then, no, no, <laughs> no it sounds like you're slightly insane. No, watch like. when your kids grow out of cartoons and then they'll start uh, getting into like these weird reality shows. It's yeah. like, Dad, we're going to watch the good the truckers. Yeah. And so they love this Call of the Wild Man and these Gator Boys, guys who wrestle. Oh, Gator Boys. I've right. seen that yeah. for them. So, commercial for what? Do they on? like Storage Wars? Commercial for, <laughs> yeah, Storage Wars. They love a Storage oh, really? Wars. They like, yeah. do, do they like Desperate Housewives of Atlanta? No, they love House okay. Hunters International. It's become a bit because they argue about it. Like, pick this out. Second one, it's more square footage. <laughs> so it's oh, they'll argue about anything. And so the commercial came on for the kids that uh, this, Sally Struthers, this the new guy. Oh. Like, this is Kenneth. Kenneth yeah. didn't know what he did. Uh, remembers his last meal because it was a bowl of rice he ate yesterday. Wow. And then and then my son, I could see. I go, you watching this? Huh? Huh? You see that? See what we got here? You want to give that? You want to you want to give him money? He goes, no, it's making me sad. And I go, yeah, keep watching. Watch what happens here. <laughs> you see all those kids? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You happy you snorkel today? Huh? They don't get to snorkel. <laughs> oh my god, you so want him to appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. They don't they don't eat chips. They wouldn't eat chips if they came to the King Hawanawa yeah, yeah. waterfall. Cut to him twenty years yeah. later in therapy. So well, he made you. me watch these commercials. Yeah, yeah Maui. And chips? then he'd point at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um that's great. Uh, Dave Anthony. Uh, speaking of, um, I had, uh, my, my kids are watching me. I'm doing it. Something's going to happen to my children. On the trip, my kids are watching me lie to people. Because we saw a guy with a Western Virginia hat uh, eat, reading uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. And, oh. so, and so the two women we were with, my wife and this other woman, stopped. She goes, ow, look at that. The guy's reading Fifty Shades of Grey, which yeah. is a book. It's all sex. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's for, it, ladies enjoying it. Yeah. Ladies are reading it, but here's a fat guy from with a West Virginia hat. Yeah. So I walk out to him right in front of my kids, and I go, hi. Um, you know, I couldn't help but notice you're reading the book, and I work for the publishing company that makes that book. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. And I go, the people at the office would love for me to get a picture of that. <laughs> and he goes, okay, you want to take it, take it. And he just read oh, it, yeah, and so it's that. on my Instagram. I yeah. tweeted. That's one of the rare things I did tweet. But what if... Uh, what if he had said, like, you're that guy from The Daily Show? That's what, I'm right at that line. Yeah. Where it's maybe. You could be like that. But, you, you could be like, but well, I also work for the company. My other job uh, is my publishing. Job is publishing. Yeah. And he's right. trying to West Virginia. I would have lied my way out of yeah. that. Yeah. And so then they saw me strike up a conversation with two people next to me. And my wife goes, why are you talking to those people? And she goes, you know everything about them. I sat next to them the whole flight, and I don't know anything. You sat next to them for five minutes. And I, go, I looked at my wife and the kids, and I go, because I wanted their Homes and Land magazine. Like that, I held that <laughs> up. And I just was talking to these people at You're the end like of the conversation. Con man. I go, so I became, my kids are watching me. So I'm not even paying you're, attention. You're an emotional con man. And what are my kids going to turn out to be? I don't know. That's fascinating. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a prank. Yeah. It's kind of like a prank. All right, stay tuned. Minivan men, we're going to see how this all turns out. <laughs> we're going to do this Next one. episode. We'll... Yeah, see what a mess my children are. Um, Dave Anthony, Walking the Room with Greg Barron. I listen on the subway. It's hilarious. It's it really filthy. is. It's filthy. You guys it's, are very clean and nice here. It's, it's, it's definitely it, not yeah. for kids' ears. It doesn't. Not, not to listen to kids. Why don't we have any kids. kid listeners? We have people that are emailing people, saying they're listening. Yeah, yeah, they're listening yeah, with yeah, their yeah, kids yeah, in yeah, the yeah, car. yeah. yeah. And there are, uh, but it's hilarious. And if you listen to, uh, it has to be added to your list of podcasts. Has to. Um, very funny. I just finished listening to, I was listening to Nikki Glaser. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pat Oswalt's been on a bunch. Uh, Jake Johansson, great episode. That actually was inspiring, um, where he talks about no one's going to take uh, tell him he's not in show business. Yeah. It's great. I, I love yeah. it. So Walking the Room is the podcast. You can find that on iTunes. You can go to their website, Walking the Room. 
Okay, thanks for listening to uh, Mini Bandman. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com, mazjobrani.com, and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Thanks.